You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 158. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined over Discord by the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire, Roshan Warner, at Roro, the host of Large Popcorn and Video Essayist, Christian Macias, at ISO Christian. Swipe right. And the Tarkov Teletubby and one half of the Men and Gitch podcast, Gage Dempster at Gilbo Biggins. Hello, everyone. Greetings. Hello. I missed you. And your soft, supple hands. He does have soft and supple hands. Okay, I have a question before we start getting into the rest of the room world. I'm sorry. Okay. How often are we all moisturizing? I should be better at this. What is moisturizing? What does that mean? (laughs) You know... Is this not like a, an everyday thing, like out of the shower? No, no. It, oh. But it, but it is more than half. Uh, you know, more than three to four times out of the week, around mm-hmm. around there. So not seven. I don't, okay. I don't moisturize <laughs> at all. My my skin's oily enough. I also don't moisturize. Wow. I think this is a, the people of color, row on this on this podcast. I have to. Yeah. I have to, or I'm not going to be a person of color if I don't. <laughs> wow amazing stuff there yeah (laughs) thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat just as a reminder we are live each and every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern on youtube just search podcast pxn and you'll find us there and twitch.tv slash podcast pxn as well the topic of the show this week guys is our 2022 video game predictions that we are revisiting and scoring figure that out a little later in the show but first the show always starts with the quick bites so let's go ahead and jump right in guys our first quick bite here splinter cells remake will officially be rewritten from the original story making it more relevant to modern day audiences uh from ubisoft here using the first splinter cell game as our foundation we are rewriting and updating the story for a modern day audience we want to keep the spirit and themes of the original game while exploring our characters and the world to make them more authentic and believable uh so yeah so that means the villain will be russia (laughs) <laughs> Vladimir Putin himself, you got to assassinate him for the final mission. Oh, whoa, 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 be careful there. <laughs> That's true. We don't want any nukes sent our way. I'm just I was kidding. Say, I want to have a gas leak at the PXN studios. Come on. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's uh, a new an- announcement for 158. We have PXN Studios here. No. Yeah. yeah. It's in the metaverse. It no, is. I thought it was located at Prindle Farms. Ken, <laughs> move on, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Ninja Theory has officially confirmed they will not use AI to to replace <laughs> to replace voice actors in video games after some speculation, including Hellblade. Um, there was some speculation online because they were tied to a um, a company that uses AI technology for voices called Altered AI. Um, 
apparently they they uh, clarified this and said that they basically just use this company to put in filler content until they actually record the um, voiced dialogue from voice actors. So we're not replacing any voice actors there. That's good. So like Ninja Theory is not a studio that I don't think that I don't think would, would do that. Like Hellblade one. Yeah. They couldn't find a voice actress that like they liked more than the the dev who like was doing the the temporary stuff because they thought like she fit it so well like screw it, let's just go with her so, like i don't yeah cool cool confirmation yeah i mean what a, what an awful thing okay this is something that doesn't need to get replaced by machines by the way like voice acting like really like yeah. i know disney just did really? something like that with with uh james earl jones where he signed mm-hmm. off saying that he's gonna allow ai to take over the role of darth vader using like archive uh dialogue like just recast like really we have to go that far like we can't hire people just to do i don't know between between matt booty saying that he wants qa to be machines and now the idea of like voice acting like really we can't just hire humans and employ them and i don't know didn't uh troy baker support something like this a while ago before backpedaling on it uh yeah after yeah i remember he saying like we should we should do this and everybody's like no we shouldn't and he's like oh okay <laughs> and then he didn't do it but i remember yeah. this was about to be a thing and then everybody was like like what gator was saying like just cast people like we've yeah. always been doing yeah 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 that works pretty well let's just keep it going <laughs> <laughs> uh Moving on from there, guys, uh, I thought this was a cool interview, so I, I went ahead and put it in here. Max Hoberman, uh, he's the CEO of Certain Affinity, uh, had an interview with VentureBeat about what the future of Certain Affinity is uh, looking like. Um, they talked about what their biggest projects they're working on right now. Of course, one of those is Halo Infinite's uh, mode that they're not talking about. He said they have over mm. 100 people working on that, um, whatever it is, uh, rumored BR. Um, but I, I thought it was very interesting. One of the points in this article um, that he talks about, like essentially Max Hoberman's talking about how they've carved out a, a very niche like uh, section of the gaming development space where they are one of the only like big AAA uh, support studios that is independent. Like there's not many developers out there that you can point to and say, hey, that developer is a support studio that's third party, like not owned by any of the big publishers or anything. So it's very, very interesting. Um, And it kind of made me think like, you know, that might be a good acquisition for Xbox. Phil said he wasn't done with acquisitions because if there's one thing that Xbox needs help with is, you know, stuff like this, where you have more support studios that can help your main teams work on uh, the stuff, like, for instance, Halo Infinite in their case. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, So I I threw it in here. I mean, in the case of Halo Infinite, why not just get three or four support studios? Sure. Sure. Uh, speaking of Halo Infinite, our next quick bite, the pit map from Halo 3 is officially returning in Halo Infinite. Uh, it's being remade in Forge by 343 um, using the Forge tools. Uh, I thought this was cool. Uh, a cool little announcement for the 15th anniversary of Halo 3 mm-hmm. that happened on Sunday. Uh, there is rumors that there's two more maps that are also going to be included, um, and this is coming out shortly after Forge releases in November. Um, so I'm very interested to see what other two Halo 3 maps uh, come out of that, but that's that's cool because that gives us three more maps in addition to the 
two that they already announced for the fall. So hopefully it gives us a little bit more uh, variety in matchmaking. The yeah. pit, otherwise known as the current Halo Infinite player base. Got him! <laughs> oh my goodness. Zing! Jesus. Zing Zhao! I had to get one in there too since Gage did one. I, I do think it's really cool that you could make it in the in the forge mode though. That uh, kind of shows how powerful it is and, and if they don't make more maps, it's cool that if there's a talented enough player base, they can make their own that to bring them back, I guess. Yeah. Like if 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 uh what's if Bungie does not Bungie, three four three doesn't bring back old maps, the community can make it. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's definitely and the community like, has too. Oh, right. That's that's definitely been like the 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 reason that Forge is kind of like the fan base is kind of like like kind of uh, latched onto this idea that Forge is like the savior for Halo Infinite because it will allow to, to sort of have your average player have their Thanos Thanos moment where they're like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> like that that's possible with Forge. You can do stuff like that. So yeah. Also, a uh, quick little thing to throw out there: an X uh, Infinite Dev actually tweeted. Um, just giving a little bit of insight, I guess, which is interesting. You can take with it, take from it what you will. But he said that he was looking at, uh, he was responding to a clip of Forge beta gameplay. He said that these, the Forge tools are uh, better tools than that they had to actually make the map. So I think that just kind of goes to show how maybe broken slip space engine was when they were developing Infinite. But which that's neither here nor there. I did see that comment, which made it's very interesting because uh, in 343's last uh, community post or community video they did, Michael Shore, who's the uh, lead for Forge on Halo Infinite, uh, he even said that he said something a little bit different where he was like, yeah, we pulled a lot of the tools from Slipspace into Forge. So like things that you couldn't do in Forge in the past, you can now do because they're taking tool like development tools and putting them in Forge, like scaling right. objects and stuff like that. So it is kind of interesting that he's saying that uh, it's better, you know, tool sets in Forge than the actual development tool set. Um, yeah. But moving on from Halo here, Harvey Smith, guys, from Arcane has officially revealed that uh, there was a trio of pitched games that didn't get made, including Thief 4, Blade, a Blade Runner game, and a game based on the film Heat. Uh, oh, my God. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. So, Christian, what are your thoughts? What You're freaking out there. I mean... I don't. I don't know if I'm quite freaking out. Uh, oh. I don't know how how well they would turn out. I also don't like arcane stories very much. So this is kind of a whatever. Uh, grain of salt <laughs> with with anything related to Blade Runner, with anything related to like any kind of adaptations going to video games from other kind of stories. But like, if it came out cool, that would have been awesome. I would have been. I don't know. Like heat heat inspired like more Grand Theft Auto based kind of like missions. I I don't know how that would work as like a uh what kind of like like a sim game right it'd be interesting i don't know that's crazy though a blade runner game i'd be more into that than than he i think hmm. i think it's cool that they're experimenting with these ideas like i like that that's yeah like even though like i agree with you christian like i'm not sure that arcane and heat matches up even at all like that sounds like an awful combination like peanut butter and i don't know tuna but <laughs> um <laughs> Like, that's cool. Like, I like the idea of studios having that sort of, like, idea or that sort of uh, free space to kind of come up with these ideas and think, like, you know what I mean? Because we're getting a lot... We're in the age of... I mean, it's been said. We're in the age of remakes and sequels, right? So, I mean, yeah. 
this kind of it's kind of cool blade runner game i feel like probably would make more sense for them but it's interesting that they're even toying around with the idea of making a heat game i don't know what that would even look like as a sim but i i write like what you pick up stacks of money and throw them at people like what what's the yeah <laughs> take my money later later would get more of the freedom of like you know sci-fi tech to to do things with so that, that would be more more in line with what arcane is kind if of arcane made 2001 a space odyssey that'd be nuts Ooh, no, that would no, be we, don't need, we don't need <laughs> that would be sweet. Don't listen to Christian. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He you doesn't even like film. They made Prey, you know, Prey was really cool. And space... Prey was better than 2001 A Space Odyssey, honestly. Hmm. Well, moving on, uh, I'm going to need <laughs> Rower Christian to help <laughs> me here because I have no idea what this is. Ooh, weep stuff. Let's go. Oh, what? Dan? What? What? Dan? What? What happened? Papa? What? Hello? You just stopped talking. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, Near Automata Ver 1.1A anime oh. teaser. I don't even know if I probably butchered that. So I, I don't know what this is, guys. Dan, let me tell you something, Dan. Let me tell you a little secret. It's all gibberish, anyways. All right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, version. Okay, version. Yeah. Okay. And. Christian might be able to speak on it even better than I can. Um, I'm excited for it, but I never beat Nier. I played it, but I never beat it. So I might watch this before I beat it, which is which might be the wrong way to do it. But I'm very excited for this. Aniplex, I think, is the one that's working on it. And they've done some pretty or published. I don't know if the studio is animating it, but I know they've worked on animes like Demon Slayer and Erase. And those have some really good animation. So... That's exciting in 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 of itself that it's going to be a pretty good quality stuff. But um, yeah, in terms of story and stuff like that, I I know vaguely what to expect, but I haven't beat the game. So, Christian, how excited are you for this? When you you gave you gave a moan when you heard this, <laughs> he's been petting the the character yeah. while you. Yeah. First of all, let's not pretend it takes much to get a moan out of Christian, but continue, True. Mm. <laughs> dude. Yeah, this is this is hot, dude. I I love <laughs> Nier Automata. To, like, it, it's awesome. Uh, one of the best games of of last generation for sure. The thing I'm gonna find most interesting is how what makes Nier Automata so special is the way it tells its story. Like, it is very much a game that you have to play through. You know, people say that it has like a, so too many endings. There's three you have to go through, but each each time you play is different. So it's not like you're playing the same game. And like after the second ending. It, you realize you've only played half the game like it it, it, is, it shifts completely and that's part of what, what makes again near so special i don't know how you do that in an anime format and if you watch the teaser like it stops and then it loads and it's going into uh not 2b's perspective but uh, uh 9s um so i guess the, the, i guess the way they have to tell it is going to be what is most exciting for me i don't know anyplex though like i, I trust that studio to, to do it so it's gonna be dope and it also looks like they're remaking cutscenes, like straight from the game uh, into anime format. So yeah, yeah I'm, like all about, a, I'm all about it. Like a boss battle from the game, an early boss battle that I, I recognized that they were pulling from in the trailer. That so I thought it was like that's shot kind of exactly how it is in the game. So that's pretty cool. Also, one of the opening cutscenes were to uh, be lands yeah. and the other True. thing of her sword. Yeah. yeah. God, you know, there's a trophy in this game. Uh, to <laughs> yeah. upskirt, upskirt to be. Yep, I got that one. Wow, <laughs> not even not even I got that one. <laughs> You're not I going don't to believe that for a second. 
I promise you, I don't have it. You can look at my trophy list. It's public. They pull the logs. You just refuse not to? Dan, look it up right now. Pull it up on the other monitor. <laughs> All right, I'll go back to normal now. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah, I apologize for laughing while you were talking, Ro. It's his fault for touching her boob while you were <laughs> no, no, talking. No, no, no. I was picking her head. The boob oh. was an accident. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was an accident. Uh, <laughs> I'm, okay, can I, can I be real for a second before we move on? Yeah. Sure. I legit am down bad for 2B. Like, yeah. There's only, there's only a handful of fake people I'm down bad for. Okay, there's more than a handful, but yeah. 2B's one of them. Obviously. Wow. Obviously. Her thighs, dude. Damn, move on. Christian, you... Christian, we could have a whole episode dedicated to the women that you're down for. Oh. Like, it's... I pro I promise you the, the list is not that long. Or Christian, sorry. You know what else Christian's down for? E3 2023 dates have been revealed. Who's gonna be there, guys? We don't know. Who's gonna be <laughs> yeah, there? I don't. I don't know. It, it all depends. On, I mean, are the companies themselves gonna be there? Are they gonna right. pay to yeah. to do a show there? Yeah, that's like a big question. Good on them for announcing that they'll be back. But if nobody else is there <laughs> at their convention, it doesn't really matter. It'll just be a bunch of sweaty people looking at each other, and uh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So we'll see. I hope it comes back. I hope it's successful. But I do too. The- I. After the past few years, I don't, I, I don't know if, if they can come back. And with Jeff, so. Jeff was like just also saying like we're we're still doing summer games fest. This mm-hmm. is going to be a thing that we're going to keep doing. Right. And yeah, I, I hope they. I mean, competition is good, but at the same time, it's going to be hard to keep up with everything. Right. It's like, dude, I miss E three just being yes. a weekend and just yes. everything's there. So good because everything was there. So the worst part about summer game fest is that it's spread out over three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. there's so many conferences to keep up with. Yep. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, because it was like, it, like it's, this This has been used plenty of times, but it was like nerd football, right? Like you get your buddies over, you throw the stream on, you watch it. I honestly think looking back at it, I think PlayStation pulling out of E3 was probably the beginning of the end because it, like, mm-hmm. like between PlayStation and Microsoft, those are probably the biggest draws for E3, right? So you already have one of them gone. EA decided to leave ship as well. I don't, yeah. I, I like I said, like I agree with you completely, Ro. I would love for this to come back and for us to get all of our news in one weekend again. I much prefer that, but man, like I don't see this working out too well for E3. That'll be an interesting thing to watch to see if Xbox uh, comes back because Phil, right. in the past, has been very you know supportive of them. But if they don't yeah. come back, then I don't see it being very. It's gonna be what big. Ubisoft tune into E3 to watch Ubisoft. Yep, maybe not even them because uh, they good. have their forwards now. So yeah, right. I don't know. June thirteenth through sixteenth. Go enjoy that. Can't wait. Maybe. Can't wait. Mark your calendars. <laughs> Wait. All right. So the oh, next that sounded like that sounded like Dan. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Just go ahead. The next story is exclusively for Gage and Roshan. Apparently, the <laughs> new go. the new The Last of Us HBO trailer has hit, and it looks fantastical. It looks really good. Can I start? Sure. Okay, Grandma Warner, if you're listening, just mute this for a couple seconds. <laughs> I have never been erect so hard in my life. Like, I can think back to moments in my life, and I don't know that anyone has topped this from watching watching this trailer. This looks so good. (laughs) I cannot believe it. Oh my god, I don't don't even know where to start. You shouldn't have put this in the quick bites, first of all. That was a mistake. Second of all, (laughs) yes. 
Oh my god, this looks so fucking good. So I didn't. I mean, I I did know it right away, but I didn't confirm it. First of all, this the song choice, excellent. What a throwback. Hank I, Williams. Uh, Rashan, take it. I don't even know where to start. Just go ahead, Rashan. <laughs> It I, it just looks so good. I I I feel like I'm just gonna repeat what you're saying too. It's like it looks so good. It looks so good. I've never been so wrecked. All that kind of stuff. But uh, there's, <laughs> there's there's some shots in here like the skyscraper thing that I think oh. we talked about as well. That just looks jaw dropping. One jaw dropping. But it looks like it's like the same colors from the game. Like they nailed it. Like the atmosphere and yeah, just everything. Palette. Yeah. And there's a scene where Joel is like telling Ellie to like be quiet. And I think that's the museum. Yep, part, but that like shh thing that he does, he doesn't do that in a game. That's like like from a a trailer, like a CGI trailer, that I feel like they pulled that scene from. It's just him saying right. shush. But I, I feel like it's such. I feel like they did this right. Like, like they did a research. They they know what Joel does, and it, everything just looks so cool. And I think they're adding on some little things here and there. We were going back and forth whether this is going to be a one to one, but I think Christian was able to confirm that it's it's not. A one-for-one one remake, and that they're going to be taking some creative liberties and doing some new stuff. But yeah, I, I was scrubbing through this trailer. I saw a scene with Henry and Sam and Ellie running from the truck, and I was like, I, I can't wait to see these these play out yeah, right. in live action. And more importantly, for the people who haven't, for some reason, haven't played The Last of Us yet, and obviously the gamers that are the non-gamers who don't even own a console, finally getting to experience the story, and it's going to be awesome. I, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I also I want to contest Christian. I do think it's going to be more one to one than Christian says. I I think they're obviously adding new stuff and they're going to flesh some out some stuff out. But I think I think they're going to be additions rather than changes. I think this is going to be pretty close to to one for one for what the game is. Um, obviously there's there's a new character that was revealed in the trailer. That's super exciting. It seems like instead of just nameless hunters that like that obviously you fight against in the in the uh, in the game, it seems like the enemy factions are actually going to have some sort of identity, which is cool. Um, so stuff like that is totally the additions and the changes, changes in quotes that I that I prefer. Like just like add some more detail as opposed to changing what's there. Um, yeah, like you mentioned the color palette and everything. Like yeah, this trailer just screams attention to detail. And I don't think, I don't think this would have happened if you didn't have a talented creative like uh, Craig Mazin who just happens to be good at making television. Obviously, Chernobyl is. I mean, talked about as one of the greatest miniseries of all time. I totally believe that and would would uh, would say that as well. And he just happens to be a diehard fan of the game. So when you get those two things together, you get a perfect storm of, yeah, this is a high-budget television show that respects the source material because the guy making it, who probably pitched it to HBO, just happens to love it, as opposed to maybe what happened with Halo Infinite, where it was like a business decision, or not Halo Infinite, sorry, Halo the TV series, where it was like, we should make a Halo show. Obviously, Dan and I know that's been talked about it in the works for years and years and years now so it just seems like the stars aligned with this i'm super excited but yeah dan christian how do you what are you guys feeling oh we're allowed we, we can yeah, speak. No, no, I, yeah i give you permission to speak on it yeah <laughs> dan would you like to go first oh sure i can uh yeah i echo everything you guys are saying i think it looks fantastic and they are really nailing the visual design like the apocalyptic setting like the clickers the the sound of oh. the clickers like the, oh sounds really good um but yeah overall i i'm very excited for it obviously i i put in our chat my tiny gripe and when i say like that is literally the smallest gripe possible that i just don't 
personally, I would rather see a new story than an exact one-to-one retelling of the original game. And I know how that... I, I know, no, Christian. You can't say this when you stop playing part two. Huh? What do you mean? Keep going. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. doesn't even know what he's talking about. Ignore him. I'm, I'm still very excited for this series. That's just my tiny, like, grain of... I wish it wasn't this, but I understand that most people would rather see a one-to-one retelling. So I'm right. That's personal fine. preference, and that's right. totally you know yes. as 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 the as the representative uh, Last of Us. Uh, I'll say you know I'll say right hand man. I'll say I'll say Rashan is the is the is the president of the Last of Us fandom, and I'm just the <laughs> vice president. As a vice president, I'll allow that opinion, Dan. I'll allow thank, it. You. thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome, uh, Christian. Would you like to speak now? <laughs> Yeah, I won't respond to anything you guys said. The only thing I, I want to mention is... Uh, I'll just start. Here we go. <clears throat> you fucking looking at this, Marvel? Like, this is how you make a TV show. You give your your leads production quality. Right. To fucking, you give them money to make sets, to make these incredible effects, to shoot just gorgeous visuals. Like, take a look at, like... there's We got snippets of uh, Outbreak Day. Um... Like, oh my god the, the, the explosions that are happening in the background like yeah. the colors like it looks really good you guys already mentioned the skyscraper like that one-to-one like what what is it it's a shot from the game like this show looks good like tactically from like the camera perspective and that is what really excites me like they built locations for them to act in and it's and it's paying off already from a minute and 30 seconds of what we've seen from footage like yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show and everyone has been praising it everyone who's like worked slightly on it has been saying like this is going to be something really special and honestly now I, I i believe it i'm super excited yeah i i had an inkling to this because i mean this was filmed in in rishan and i in our home country in, in alberta and like i was i was following a lot of the behind the scenes like pictures and just like multiple city blocks completely dressed to the nines in their post like yeah like you said christian they are sparing no expense and this is what disney doesn't understand is that i think i truly think if you were to make one really excellent show and put everything you have into it financially creatively that's going to do more for your brand for your network than just shitting out a bunch of like okay shows like this is this is gonna i mean this it's hpo this is gonna be a huge event and i think yep. oh man i can't wait i'm it couldn't this adaptation could not have landed at a better network i'm so fucking yeah. thankful that hbo was the one who got this dan and i have talked about this at length yeah. about how I, I wish in an alternate universace hbo had gotten the walking dead because i think that would have been amazing but like this is this is the next best thing actually this yeah. is probably better than the walking dead in my opinion i just netflix, story is, more. netflix is the last of us would have been a, a very different oh my sure. god <laughs> i hated it dude i would have hated oh it. my god I, I just wanted to i just wanted to say one thing about uh what Christian was saying about Outbreak Day and stuff, and just kind of tying it back to the video game with like The Last of Us Part One being a thing and remaking that, and then seeing the facial reactions and the environment being upgraded and scenes being able to to hit harder because of the upgrade. I feel like this is going to do something similar as well for certain scenes, like the Outbreak Day thing, where yeah. maybe it won't God. hit harder, but I think I think it might. It might have the chance to just yeah. strike a chord in a different way, especially there, I was watching the trailer back and there was like uh, when the gas station explodes in the first game in this, it looks like they're having like an airplane crash yep. into yep. the street. And I'm like, mm. what are you doing? Like, there's so many different things that they could add on to that particular moment that'll just add to the mayhem and the chaos that the game couldn't or decided not to in 
in favor of other scenes, right. but yeah, I, uh, I'm so excited. So excited. This is this is why I have no problem with a one-to-one adaptation, because even if it's still one-to-one, you're still seeing how they decide to do it, because it's it's not a video game where you have the freedom to look anywhere at any given time. You're watching a show where the director, the cinematographer, is painting a picture for you. And like that, what you just said, Rashan, like the airplane mm-hmm. coming down, that's something that like, they could have thrown that in the game, but like maybe only one of every three people would see it the first time, you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. in the show, it's like they can have these elaborate set pieces and just have them full center. Like that was the one thing that took my breath away. And also I feel like we can't move on without mentioning the prosthetics for that for that brief second that we see the clicker. Oh my God. Looks really good. Looks really it good. It looks insane. Oh my God, it looks so good. Like I stopped it and like I was watching it on 4K and I kind of zoomed in on my phone and all that stuff. Like you can see the fuzz from the fungus on the like it's just nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I, oh my god, I can't. I'm sorry. I have a few more things to say as well. Yes. Uh, at top of it, it all is like think like something Gage mentioned is like just think about all the people who have never even like who don't play video games who are going to be talking to other people like, hey, have you checked this out? This new HBO show out called The Last of Us. It's really fucking good. Like that is going to be really exciting to get like new fans on board like of the story of The Last of Us. I think that's that's awesome. Also, including Left Behind stuff like with yeah. Riley. Uh, in the actual storytelling, I think is is fantastic. And the last thing I want to mention that I've, I, I've mentioned mentioned in our private chat as well is I hope hope in some capacity Gustavo uh, Santoyala's music makes some kind of appearance. Like, it doesn't have to be scored all of it, uh, but I would like uh, maybe even a little like snippet of the theme here played here and there. Like I think for me Gustavo is part of what makes the last of us so sublime, so S tier. Yeah. Uh, and to not have it entirely would be a little bit of a miss for me, but like. Uh, I, w- I would just love it if something was there from him. I, I, I feel confident in saying HBO has this thing where they really res- they really respect theme songs. Like uh, Dan and I are watching House of the Dragon. Uh, it uses sure. this. It uses the same uh, theme song, which is very recognizable from Game of Thrones, even though it's a completely different. Like it's a prequel series, and that was kind of surprising to me to that they use the exact same music for the opening. So I I feel pretty confident. I would bet my life savings that Gustavo's music will be the theme song, the intro. Oh, I really don't see it going any so other cool. way. I see I see the black like the black background with the white names popping up, similar to the actual credits in the game where it's like the fungus growing and all that stuff. Like right. there's there, I I think that there's no way his music isn't uh, the theme song, like the opening theme. Oh, he's uh, so type of cool. Oh There's no God. way it's not, in my opinion. I'm sorry. But because <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then a show starts. That would be so sick. Oh, my God. Yep. Also, oh my God. shout out to uh, Storm Reed. Amazing casting for Riley. This is a show yeah. like... Ugh, oh, my God. It's going to be it's gonna be so good. I can't wait. I think I'm a wreck now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was saying. <laughs> you know, that's what I was saying. I, could, I couldn't smell anything because there was so... The blood flow in my body was so oh out of whack for the first time that I watched this trailer. I lost my sense of smell. That's how erect I was. You know, Christian, you said something that I, that I found interesting that I didn't even think about that totally makes a lot more sense to me now uh, where someone like who's watching this series could like have a conversation with someone who's played the games and like both of them could like interact and be excited about the same thing because of it being yep. closer to one and one, one to that's one. So exactly, that, that is very cool. Yeah, that's what and that's what I was thinking in my head when we were talking in the group chat. Uh, of course, Christian articulated it better because he's smart and I'm not. But <laughs> that is exactly what I meant is that it, that's why I lo- that's why I like the idea of a one to one or somewhat one to one adaptation is that, yeah, you can have those water cooler conversations with somebody who's not a gamer at all if they watch right. this. That's fair. 
Cool. Uh, oh, sorry, we should we should have made that a, a no. News I should have put that as news. That was my fault completely. <laughs> you didn't even tweet about it. I, I as the vice president, the as the vice president of the Last of Us fandom, on behalf of the president of the Last of Us fandom, I say that we're we're not allowed to move I, on. We've used the a lot a lot of time. Here's the thing: my followers don't give a shit about what I think. So Here's I talk the to the boys in the chat. That's what. That's who I care about. <laughs> uh, anywho. Moving on to our quick bites here. 2K has pulled out of their agreement with people can fly for their next game. Uh, well, I guess take two, not 2K, but same company, I guess, their publisher. But uh, it was Project Dagger that has been in development for two years, uh, and it, very little was known about it besides it being a new action-adventure IP. Of course, they developed Outriders, which seemed to be somewhat successful, uh, launched into Game Pass as well um it does suck i guess for um people can fly hopefully maybe they can pitch it to a different publisher and someone will pick it up um but yeah big big l on on take two's side i mean imagine imagine being a studio of people you know working on something that you're putting you know five days a week into and now it's like oh fun we get to work on this and also worry about job security and if we're gonna be able to pay bills lame really lame and you know what as much as Air Riders wasn't for everyone, and I definitely think it's a very imperfect game. Like if I were to, if I were to do review scores, I would probably put it in the six point five range. There was something there. Like People Can Fly is a very talented studio. Blame Big L. Big L take two. Yeah, I hope I hope somebody else is able to to pick it up. yeah, that that's like special. Just seeing all that work go away or never see the light of day is always sad for developers. I I assume so. Yeah. yeah. It can kill a studio too. Like, like studios have died under much less severe circumstances. So, mm. and People Can Fly has a really long history going all the way back to Gears of War, right? So, yeah. uh, People Can Fly, I think, developed Gears of War Judgment, which was a, re- yep. a solid game. So, yep. Reach the Finals, guys, has gotten its first look, and it appears to be destructive. Christian, that's just the hash. That's just the hashtag, bro. That's just the hashtag for the game. Reach the finals. Reach the, the finals. Called? Is the game not called the finals? Oh, it is yeah, called the finals. Yeah. You're right. Do you feel better, Christian, that you outed Dan like that? Do you feel better <laughs> about yourself? You couldn't just <laughs> Listen, let him have it. I'm Someone sorry. Has to I, edit, edit. It, it does right. say reach the finals, but it, it does. Yeah, you're, right. you're all right. But, it, yeah. but you're right. The, the, I think it's the hashtag, right? For the yeah. That's that's her at. Yeah. I think the game yeah. is called the finals, though. Yeah. Like at the end of the trailer, right, you're right. Yes, yeah, but yes, you're right. Yes, sorry, I apologize. Don't ever is, apologize. This is coming from uh, Patrick Soderland, I believe, his studio uh, from Battlefield fame. So it looks really cool. Uh, a lot of destruction Dude. elements. Yeah, what, what it's what pitched as like a battle royale game show, but with like all the destructive of like that we know from like Battlefield, like and, and it then looks and then, gorgeous, and then yeah, it looks yeah. gorgeous, dude. It looks really fun. Look out, yeah. Warzone. I wonder if he... I did. Oh, sorry. No, I just wanted to say I. I remember. I. F- I feel like our. I think people here play Battlefield 2042 and enjoy it, but I don't think it it launched the same way as yeah. as how people are enjoying it now. And I remember saying that these same things when Battlefield 2042 was being shown off. So, just just to say that, just to say that it does look cool though. But I did say that about Battlefield 2042 right. and that launched not super happy. 
not super great. We definitely need to see more of this before we yeah. all like fully board the hype and train. But cl- it's a closed alpha coming soon, so yeah, mm. yeah, dude. But like the destruction in yeah. this is like it looks really top cool. tier. <laughs> it looks yeah. really cool. How do you outplay fucking Battlefield? Like it's Battlefield it. devs, isn't it? Like it's old. Yeah. It's it old. is. It, it, it is. Yeah. Battlefield devs. Yeah. See, this is the problem with with these with these big franchises. I mean, Halo Infinite righted the ship in terms of gameplay, but like say Halo Four and Five and and Battlefield Twenty Forty Two and all that stuff. It's like the franchises that actually have the the longevity whenever they decide to like veer off to the left or the right there's always like you always have those veterans of that place that will like just come in and fill that void where it's like all right if you don't want to do this if you want to do the thing that you're known for we'll do it and this totally Mm. looks like that like yeah this looks amazing and yes the closed alpha is coming soon tomorrow so be cool moving on from there I don't. I don't. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Returnal right? is re- sorry. I didn't know what was happening. I don't. Re- I still don't know what's happening. Returnal is coming to PC? Question mark. Uh, apparently, someone leaked the Returnal PC options menu, uh, and Whoops. it's showing off options such as ray trace shadows and reflections and DLSS. So, get excited, Christian. You'll, you'll uh, who who wrote no 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 please no underneath there or was that per, or is that for the next item oh, yeah that's the next that's, item i'm glad you okay. i'm glad you asked christian are you ready to move on uh play returnal that's it okay no yes we're going into our next segment that's called no 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 please no <laughs> uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> read out the actual headlines go yeah game informer is getting some nfts and the thing that i found interesting is this wasn't tweeted from the game informer twitter account it was tweeted from the gamestop twitter account so clearly the people at gi may not really uh be back in this like uh come on no and they were outspoken they were all quoted saying stop this shit yes (laughs) so oh god why Stop using our logo, even though they're owned by them. But yeah. right, lame, uh, and nobody likes NFTs. Well, if you don't like NFTs, Gage, then you ain't gonna like this next story, <laughs> which is Brendan Green, the oh. creator of PUBG, is making a metaverse-based game on NFTs and the blockchain. Why? All right. Of Let's all. Go. Infinite creativity and imagination. He couldn't think of a more interesting thing to make a video game than a metaverse or NFT. Something we're missing, like us, the four of us. No, no. They keep making these things. Metaverses have existed for literally decades. Second Life was a fucking metaverse. That's true. Like it's it's just a phrase. It doesn't mean anything. It's like if they came out with a new uh, currency, and it's like, oh, instead of. Instead of banknotes, this is called floppy paper, and it's like, wow, I want floppy paper. It's or it's 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 already here. It's already a thing. It's there's nothing new about this at all. It makes me want to spit. I also Stan's gonna give him fifty dollars. I want to point it. Well, no, no, I, I'm actually gonna point this out just now. I haven't been talking about this, but a few weeks ago, I started my path of trying to sell my NFT fucking Founders Pass for Midnight Society because I was like, <laughs> I'm done supporting this shit. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just sell it and get my money Hell back, yeah, whatever. Do you know how fucking stupid and difficult it is to sell an NFT? 
It's fucking. I can imagine. It's absurd. I've literally worked on this for three weeks, and I'm still no closer than what I was three weeks ago. I, there's there's literally a hundred steps you have to do to get this to fucking transfer, and it's just. It's but Dan, so it's the future of currency. No. God no. Isn't that better than just giving someone your debit card or cash? No. Please no. And for the last, please no. Walmart is creating Walmart land in Roblox. Why? Let's fucking go, boys. Man. Bro, Dude. ever since I was a kid, I've dreamed about going to Walmart land. <laughs> now you can. And now I can. You guys remember this... that Walmart video that they did of like, you know, with like the meta quest of like shopping and just like, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Anyway. I don't remember anything about Walmart because it's a grocery store. Well, take a dip. Christian, uh, don't start. Some of them don't. have groceries in them, but it's like a just leave what it. Call it a superstore or whatever, like a super. I don't know. There's a name that I'm blanking on it for. It, department it's, store. No. Yes, that's, that's what I would what call it. Is. It is a department yeah. store. You couldn't just let me have the joke though. <laughs> oh, is that what you were doing? I'm sorry. All right, guys, <laughs> let's finish out the quick bites with some game delay PSAs. Oxenfree 2 has been delayed to 2023. Nah, that sucks. Yeah, take your time, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still sad, though. Absolutely. (laughs) Except for this next one. Maybe could we get it on Xbox also, please? Because that's where I played the first game. Uh, The other one, Skull and Bones, has been delayed to March 9th, 2023. Uh, Yeah, Skull and Bones is a video (laughs) game. Very good. <laughs> I wonder, like, when they reveal it again, like it's a month away, and they show us a trailer. Is it going to look different than than now? Like, what are they going to be doing in these couple uh, couple of months to really sell us on Skull and Bones? I, I wonder. I think that's what yeah. the delays for is. How can we get people to buy this game? The game's <laughs> done, Rashan. The game works oh, flawlessly. God. They're just figuring out how to sell it to you. Maybe not uh, the whole seventy dollar thing. That they yeah, were... no, they're like, yeah. how would you guys like Assassin's Creed Four, except seventy percent of it's gone and it's just sailing, that's and actually, also it's full price. That's a great point. Like, why would you want this over Assassin's Creed Mirage, which which looks really cool, and it's only fifty dollars? Right. It doesn't make. Welcome to Ubisoft. Nothing here makes sense. Also, we treat our people like garbage. And also, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Well. Man. Not good. All right, into the street meet, guys, where we run over some dead animals. Uh, I don't well, know. <laughs> they're already dead, so it's fine. They're already dead. dead. Yeah, it's street run meat. Them over again. What's you know? the harm? You're it's not right. gonna kill it. It's already dead, Christian. Right. Duh. Run kill street meat. I'm uh, gonna change this name to Scuttlebutt Lane. Oh hell yeah! Wow. Okay. Reportedly, guys, the guy who hacked Rockstar and Uber as well, ironically, uh, yes, was arrested (laughs) by London police. And yes, it appears it appears he is a 17 year old. Um, So, yeah, that 17 year old quite possibly just ruined at least quite a bit of the next few years of his life. Oh, it's a hack, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Oh, it's so stupid. Why am I brain so dumb? Please welcome our new British correspondent, Christiana. Hello? I don't, Who? 
I don't know. I was trying to come up with a British name with your name, and that's and you the just best made it sound more Spanish by saying Cristiano. Cristiano. I was trying to come. I don't know. I was. I'm. I'm female. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you real like you've just realized this. That was an awakening. <laughs> we have fun here. Uh, apologies. Rockstar doesn't have fun though. So yeah, we're um, gonna make an example out of this dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Boy Rain, Boy Rain Man just hacked like the most, what is probably one of the most secure infrastructure, like tech infrastructures oh, that surely has to be out there. And he just did it on what, like a, on a Sunday, and then tried to <laughs> tried to Batman villain bargain with them <laughs> by posting saying he's open to negotiate. What is like, man, yeah. this kid? I would say he's going places, but he's going to jail probably. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Can uh, he be sent to jail as a seventeen-year-old? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably try as, as an adult. Yeah. I I was gonna say like they probably under normal circumstances no, but you gotta you've gotta think that like if they don't do something with this kid, it's gonna set a precedent that if you if you have tech know-how and you're under the age of eighteen, you can just get away with anything. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna yeah, have to do yeah. something with this kid. Well, and apparently he's been arrested before, according to that article oh. as well. So yeah, yeah, so over this guy, man. Yep. So. Uh, also on the back of that, I also want to throw this in here from Insider Gaming IG on Twitter. They put a really cool thread together of a bunch of game developers, which we talked about a couple of them last week, uh, but like a ton of game developers that posted early looks at all of their games, basically making fun of the people that are saying like graphics come first, like no graphics don't come first. And these are experienced or, you know, beloved games that you love that show that graphics don't come first. So I thought that was really cool to kind of see all of those games like um, early on in development. Also, shout out to Insider Gaming. Check it out. It's Tom Henderson's new, uh, that's his new uh, outlet or I mean blog that he's starting. Where he's getting freelancer writers. Um, Tom Henderson's cool. I've I've chatted with him in in Twitter DMs before, and obviously we've sort we've used him as a source on the podcast like plenty of times. He's uh I don't know how the fuck this guy got his sources, but he knows what he's talking about. So I guess publication you could call it is a good way for it. But insider gaming, yeah, this is a new thing. So don't you mean cool. he knows what he's talking about? A boot. There it is. Uh. Our next street meet, a new Silent Hill has been raided by the Korea Game Ratings Board. An unknown Silent Hill game? What the heck is this, guys? And it's a mobile game coming this summer. Stop, stop, (laughs) dude. Apparently, it's called The Short Message, which I didn't see that originally. So, Why do I have the feeling this is going to be like a PT-type, like, two-hour experience? I don't know. I just feel like this is too good to be true for all the Silent Hill fans. I would temper expectations. I feel like a short PT experience would be cool. I feel like they would like that, no? Oh, for sure, but when we have a franchise that's been dormant for over a decade, that's not the thing that people want to come back to, I don't think. You guys are forgetting, Uh, though. Oh, sorry, Christian. Sorry, quick question. Is this separate from the Bloober style game? Yes. Bloobered? Yes. Right. Sorry, Dan, what was your question? I was just saying, you you guys are forgetting this is Konami, so this is probably a pachinko machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a really on... great point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the gonna... article, I, I maybe Dan was about to touch on this, but the publisher was listed as Yunani Yunana or whatever, but they make Unana. a lot of uh, What's uh, the name? apparently arcade stuff. 
That makes so it could sense. be like a Silent Hill arcade. Well, the joke's on us because what got lost in translation is that it's uh, Silent Hill, the short massage, and it's actually just a brand of massage chairs. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah, it releases steam and like smoke and mist, and then it just kind of jump scares you randomly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grabs it. It does. Oh, you'll like it, Christian. Yeah. Oh, I have. Hold on. I won't say it now, but I have something for off air. I think it's really funny. Okay. Oh <laughs> okay. Sorry, audience. You won't get to hear what is almost certainly horrible and deplorable, but I'm yeah. terrible. Stay yeah, for the I'm post excited. show. Oh, wait. Uh, Warzone 2.0 rumor mill is rolling Whack. through for the last street meet here. Warzone 2 is already ongoing, going big changes reportedly, uh, being the scenes, according to Metaphor on Twitter, who has previously leaked correct information about Warzone 2. Number one, AI is no longer everywhere on the map. AI is only in strongholds. Uh, loadouts and perks are returning. And looting UI that we originally saw has been scrapped. Now, if this is all true, I am very confused as to why. And I don't know if previous Call of Duty Battle Royales had this because I didn't play them a ton. But why would you have loadouts in a battle royale game? I don't. They did have it in the first one, and it ruined it. It, it absolutely okay. ruined it because you can just call it in, and now you've got your meta M4 build that you this gotcha. just dominates everyone. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, that, it's dumb. That's that was the. I mean, it was cool at first, like it, it it felt different, and then you quickly realize that every person that you're playing against is just chasing whatever is the current meta, and it, it just completely ruined, in my opinion. No, I don't want to go that harsh, but like. It made the game not as fun anymore. I, I think part of what makes Battle Royale so fun and like exciting is the fact that like you have to like loot for stuff and like there is meta that way. Like this is the best gun in the game. This is the best attachments. If you, and if you can find it, and that would lead to like you had to actively loot and go out and get that stuff. Right. And it's not just calling in your care packet or your your loadout and getting it and then just like all right, we're gonna try to set up for end game and just like freaking laser people because i have the best gun in the game right now with all the best attachments because exactly. i have all the time to, to grind my weapons uh, on it's frustrating what's doubly frustrating for me is that like we did not even get to a, a try warzone 2.0 before this change happened if this is true like right. it was just just the fucking people who went to call of duty next the streamers who complained who are complaining about everything in modern warfare 2 right calling it like a, not as good and like why can't we try it as well? Why can't we right. make a, a decision after like a public release? It's it's frustrating, dude. It is because you know what, Call of Duty doesn't sell you know twenty copies every year, twenty to, to streamers. It sells you know millions to the fans. And the rumor, like, so Tom Henderson had spilled the beans on what originally Warzone two point one two point oh was going to be, and now obviously it seems like they're reverting these changes. But like this, first of all, AI over all over the map. That kind of sounds cool to me, especially in a battle royale, because like uh, we are playing the beta, and uh, I mean spoilers for what you got for me, slight spoilers. But like it kind mm -hmm. of it allows it to feel a bit more casual because you have that sort of like those feeder enemies in between the big battles when you run into people. So I feel like that would have been interesting in a battle royale. And then also in terms of loadouts, originally loadouts were still going to be back, but the only way you could get them was going to these strongholds, and you'd have to fight these. Like really high level armored enemies that would be like really difficult and really challenging so you'd have to go to these strongholds to fight them to kill them all and then you'd be rewarded by getting a loadout but now it seems like they're just bringing back loadouts and it's like 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 christian said like cool i'm glad that none of us got to experience that and you've all just decided based on 20 people who are gonna shit on your game four weeks after it's out anyways so what's uh, uh, 
Dude, like, what is the difference between Warzone 1 and Warzone 2 now, aside from, like, a map and, and some small changes? Like, that is right. super disappointing. And that's, like, I don't think that's going to be good for, like, the longevity of Warzone. This is going to be, like, a two-year game, dude. Like, so, no. explain to me, what's the point of the AI on the map, then? Because, like, Halo 5 ha and Warzone had AI on the map, but, like, when you killed the AI, it contributed your to your score to finish, like, to win the match. So, like, how does that work for Warzone? So... AI wasn't in Warzone 1, so it's hard okay. to tell. Like, it, we have no idea, right? But now that's yeah. being scaled back, so whatever... I wish I knew. Maybe yeah. maybe it would have been, like, if there's, like, a scrap mechanic for crafting, or if there's, like... It, who knows? We have no idea. But whatever it was going to be, it seems like it's being scaled back now. Like I said, Strongholds is going to be a thing, so there's going to be, like, points of interest around the map where there's high-level AI, like, that maybe take more bullets to kill that are a bit bullet-spongy that would reward you with certain things like your loadout, like, oh, cool, I get to go to this place, it's going to be a high-traffic area, it's going to be really tough to kill these AI, and my reward is my loadout. Whereas now, that's just kind of been like, it seems like, no, you just get your loadout if you get a loadout drop or something like that, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Big bummers. Bummer. Yeah. Big L, big L, but it's, it's Activision, we can only expect so much. <laughs> Moving in to our PXN News of the Week, guys. Xbox has launched Project Amplify in order to support black youth and interested in gaming industry careers. Um, so I'm reading from Xbox Wire or news.xbox.com. It used to be called, called Xbox. Oh, it is Xbox Wire. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so they've wrote here, gaming is a leading form of entertainment, but to date, only 2% of professionals in the video game industry are black compared to 13% of the U.S. population. In partnership with members of the black communities at Xbox, Xbox is looking to up-level that statistic. That's a terrible, like, pun or whatever they're doing there with the up-level. Uh, that statistic and close this gap by promoting pipelines for black people and youth across the gaming industry. Introducing Project Amplify, a video series that aims to magnify black voices within Xbox to inspire, educate, and motivate youth across the United States to aspire towards careers in the gaming industry through real-life storytelling from black leaders and employees across the Xbox ecosystem. Project Amplify features 14 black employees from Xbox as they share advice, insights into their current roles, and highlights from their time within the gaming industry. This video series is meant to educate youth on the diversity of roles within the gaming industry while highlighting some of the black people who are working in those roles daily. On behalf of the black communities at Xbox, co-leads shared their personal stories in the video series of their journey into the gaming industry, inclusive of, and there's quite a few, no, there's only two here. I'll read them. Growing up, I didn't have much of a vision for what my career would be. I decided to go to college because I thought it was a way to get a good job and escape poverty. But even as a freshman computer science major, I still had a very shallow knowledge of the opportunities that the tech industry presented me throughout my college experience and with internships i learned more about how big the world is how many companies careers and pathways exist for you to find or create the, a job that you love i want more people to know that they have options nothing is impossible or out of reach for them and encourage those to start chasing their passions early 
Uh, there's another one here that says, in my early years, I was more focused on what not to do versus what I could be. It wasn't until my adult years that I learned to leverage my passion for games into a career. I am now incredibly thankful to be celebrating 10 plus years in my dream career, and I hope Project Amplify inspires people to dream and take action toward their own goals. As my coaches and mentors would say, play to win instead of playing to, to not lose. Um, that came from James Lewis, Senior Business Develop Manager. Um, so... Uh, and also to launch this initiative, Xbox is partnering with the 2022 Revolt Summit and AT&T for a two-day event to reach students and gaming enthusiasts through on-site industry panels and networking opportunities with members of the black communities at Xbox. And there's a bunch of resources here. Uh, definitely recommend checking out if you are interested. So, yeah, this yeah. is a really cool initiative that Xbox is starting here. Can I just say, when he said that he thought he needs to go to college to try and escape poverty, I feel that. I feel that. Yes, yes. Cool. As someone who got a master's to try to escape poverty. And then you're I just getting more, in more debt. And I'm not <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's all a game. It's all a game. I think, I think this is really cool as, as, as a black person. I don't know if you guys knew this about me, but... <laughs> But, wait, 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 I, know, I, know, I, I, I do think this is really cool. Uh, <laughs> um, it, as I'm going into animation, but it, it, there's people it, that are black who see specific jobs and think, oh, there's not people in there. I can't do it. And there's people who are black who is like, I'm going to do it because it doesn't matter. What does it matter that I'm black? I could do whatever I want to do. It shouldn't be a, a problem. But there are people who look at certain positions and are like, there's not, I don't belong there because I don't see people that look like me there. So it's always good to see roles that yes. you're, you want to uh, occupy, occupied by people that look like you. So obviously, the, what, what the people say often, not diversity, is inclusion. Inclusion or something like that. I, I, there's a specific sentence that people say, and I, I agree. Inclusion, just like, it just helps everybody at, at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, it's always good to see people that look like you in jobs that you want to be a part of. Video games is is one that you don't see. It's it's definitely gotten better. I I, I think I have seen a lot more people of color in front facing roles and stuff. But yeah, it's 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 cool to see. And I'm glad they turned off the comments on this one on the YouTube channel. I was about to check. It's like how bad is the comment section on this one? But they turned it off, so that's good because no doubt it would have been awful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, this is cool though. Good stuff. I. I'm not black, but however, <laughs> you're not. Wait, wait. As, <laughs> as a fellow person of color, I think first of all, um, I think forefronting, uh, per, just in general, people yeah. of color is is always a net positive because for the exact reasons Ro mentioned is to like, you know, if this is targeted for youth, this is fantastic because like they look at people who look like themselves and be like, oh, I can do this stuff too, and that is like fundamental for like kids to see and, and like aspire to become to do something right that that they didn't maybe know they, they couldn't do for me what i think is really cool is this very last paragraph that that part of project amplify is going to have like an actual in-person event uh beyond just videos where they're like going to reach out to actual students and i think what would be what would be doubly awesome is that if project amplify continued to evolve into some kind of like 
maybe like internship mm-hmm. i mean maybe if that's too much like some kind of mentorship program or like even even just like a week-long kind of camp where they you know young kids can get their hands and see what like day-to-day life and see what the industry kind of looks like i think that, that would be awesome but it's a it's it's a fantastic first step yeah and it's crazy like you're saying like ro you're obviously you want to see uh people that are like you in your space like you want to you know you don't want to feel ostracized immediately starting a, a job or whatever and like i think it's very poignant that like the first uh black person that i can even think of in the video game space like the first one that comes to my mind is sarah bond at xbox and she hasn't even been in that role for very long so like it's crazy to me that you know we don't have more people that are are climbing the ladder as quickly as like white people are for instance so uh, it definitely is an issue that we aren't seeing that enough. Like we, we need to see more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And and I I don't know how people might feel about it, but just like across the board too. Like I feel like everybody. Like what about Hispanic people? What about Asian people? What about Native American people? Yeah. Like all those people should mm. be able to to be in the spotlight as well and have those same opportunities afforded to them as uh, other demographics are. So yeah, I, I hope this. I and not obviously. I'm not saying that black people don't deserve this. <laughs> I'm just saying that I, I hope this uh, these opportunities are spread around as well to other mi- uh, minorities and people of color because they deserve it just as much as these black people do. So yeah, I hope this continues in other spaces as well. Right. It can only. I mean, it can only grow from here, right? So yeah. Sorry, I was choking on my Bless water. You. Oh no! No, I was choking on my water right there. <laughs> uh. Went to the uh, the air pipe. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Brenty says, "What's so up, fellas?" And he says, "Right on, Roshan. Thank you, Brenty." Apologies. Thank you, yes. <clears throat> uh, guys, I'm going to the next news of the week story, which I shouldn't have put in here. I should have put Last of Us. I'm sorry. Disney. <laughs> Disney wants a new Star Wars game every six months. And uh, so we already have eight games that have been announced and several more are in development. Uh, So obviously, is it too much? Are we getting too much Star Wars? I know Marvel's starting to ramp up as well. And I know Christian just hates the idea of more Marvel out there. Uh, I... I Hate might be too light of a word now. I think I'm starting to... Oh, God. Oh, wow. (laughs) I despise it. I'm joking, of course, but like... I'm not. I feel like some. It's it's a little like substantial. Uh, oh, I'm I'm losing my train of thought. Just trying to justify my Dan's <laughs> little comment. Um, is it too much? First of all, I guess my level-headed answer is maybe it's too soon to tell. I don't know what like that actually looks like when the games are actually releasing in, in that pace. Like if the games are good and they're released mm-hmm. like you know to a year, like that could be fine. It, mm-hmm. it, not every game is going to be for everyone, right? So like maybe not. Who knows? But just on paper, it's like Disney, dude. You're already like shitting out way too much content with like your Marvel and Star Wars like shows and movies. You want to do the same thing for games. And I'm seeing a lot of like slip ups with like quality hmm. in your yeah. shows and movies. Yeah. Like, is this going to happen again for games? Like, the, like, and like games take a lot longer to make and like to, to, to make a, like a quality product. So obviously, I am super concerned. Can I can I make my case as to why this absolutely is a bad thing? Sure. <laughs> because I I've brought this up so many times. It's just my own personal philosophy. 
we've all gotten we've all gotten used to it because it is true in a sense that video games are a business now. How can you? But what they really are is art. That is what they are fundamentally. They've been turned into a business because of we live in a capitalist society. That's how it has to be. Like, and that's not that's not a bad thing. But they are art. They are an art form. How can you pre-schedule art? How can you pre-schedule that you're going to have two games every year? That means a team has got to come up with an idea. They've got to be passionate about it. They've got to work five days a week for three to four years. How the fuck do you pre-schedule that? This is nothing but bad. This is bad. I just We're all kind of used to it now where it's like, oh, okay, two Star Wars games a year. I guess, I, I guess that's doable. I guess, how can you... What? That isn't, that isn't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe I'm thinking backwards, but how can you pre-schedule? I don't know how you could pre-schedule that. How can you come up with, I don't know. I'm thinking it's know. more of like a generalization because Phil Spencer said something similar about Game Pass where he's like, I'd love to have a new game on Game Pass. Like, I think he said every month or something crazy. No, it was one exclusive every quarter. Okay, yeah. So one exclusive one, every quarter. Every quarter, yeah. Which yeah, but like that's that's, a lot that's fine. Like that, it's that's a lot. But like it's, though, yeah, because you're not you're not dictating what those studios are making. If so, if if, if you know, uh, if Halo, if three for three comes out, it's like, hey, we want to make a we want to make a, a Halo racing game, and it's like, okay, well, that's one of the exclusives, so that's fine. Like he's not dictating what they're making. Whereas Disney is saying, like, yeah. come hell or high water, well, not they're not saying that exactly, but I mean they're Disney, so they probably are behind the scenes. Come hell or high water, we want two Star Wars games. What's that? You don't want to make a Star Wars game? Too fucking bad. Get back in the mines and start chipping away. Now, to be um, fair, they are licensing it. They aren't, you know, they don't own true, development right. studios. True, but it will trickle down because then you'll yeah. have you'll have companies that want that license. They want to get that contract. Right. So they're big. All right. Guess what you're doing, Motive? Guess what you're doing today? Yeah. Wake up, rise and shine. You're making you're making another Star Wars game, and they're just I'm, crying. I'm gonna be a hater again. Uh -oh. Um, oh God. <laughs> like, I think it's depressing, dude. That are are like. Everywhere, like all our art forms are revolving around the same like three fucking properties yep. continuously and endlessly. Yep. Like, it, it, I mean, one, it makes like quality stories outside of them like really stand out, and I'm so happy for them. But like, when like so much of it is like the same thing over and over again, I just mm. don't care anymore. I just don't. I'm sorry. I'm really disappointed. I, I'm kind of disappointed in us as a human race, too, because I remember. Like 2015, 2016, there was a lot of talk about like, oh, don't worry, superhero movies will die out. It'll be like spaghetti westerns. They had their time, and then they. But it's like, I can't believe we're still in the we're still in the Marvel phase. It seems like we haven't reached the peak yet. It seems like we're just getting more and more and more. It's like, are we really as a species? We're not tired of this genre yet, and like Star Wars as well. Like we're not we're not just gonna like. It, it it really pains me to say this because again these things like movies video games these are art and people work hard on them but like it's getting to the point now where i'm just wanting like three marvel movies to bomb back to back i'm wanting them to <laughs> wow. fail at the box office so that they'll just stop making them Jeez. and those resources can go somewhere else because here's the thing though but this is and you say wow it sounds harsh because it does i mean it is harsh i guess but disney's not gonna fold up shop if marvel stops doing things they'll just start putting that money into other things so like if we all stop watching Marvel movies, then maybe they'll be like, all right, well, let's try this thing. Let's try. I don't know. I just I'm with Christian. I'm so fucking over it. I'm so over it. But what if I love the Marvel thing? Dan, I, I mean, don't I care I, what you love. I talk all this shit, but I'm going to be opening night for Black Panther 2. And that's the difference me. between you and I. Hitler. 
That's the difference between you and I is I can walk the walk. You just talk the talk. <laughs> I can walk the walk. Wow. That's that's fair. Yeah, I do get that. That is fair. You do. Yeah. You support them, which is all they care but, like, about. I fucking love Ryan Coogler. He's one of my favorite directors. So I don't give a shit <laughs> what is first or last. <laughs> I forgot his name already. <laughs> Ryan Listen. Coogler, man. Well, it's not very cool to keep making these movies, so. You, know I, what? Yeah. you you said EA Motive earlier, Gage. They're making an Iron Man game. Why not just let them do like a Boba <laughs> Fett Boba Fett game on top of that? Because you know you already have the jet mechanics and you use the jet pack. You know, All right, do a well, cool sci-fi game, man. This has got to be Star Wars. That's true. That's fair. Yeah, Star Wars sells. Because as soon yeah, as you make it Star Wars, that you you have Ooh, implica- new toys. You have it's, exactly. You have you already have implications. Though. Like if they make a Star Wars game, okay, it's not rated M. It's gonna be some fucking bullshit. Like there's already implications where it's like, okay, just make if you make if you want to make a movie a, a video game about Mandalorians, just make it make it that, but not Star Wars, and then you can actually take some creative liberties with it. You can have tits in it. You know, I want tits. Oh. You heard that is the first place Lion you went to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, no, not tits. I, I didn't mean that. I meant. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, all right, someone play this back and put it on Twitter. Moving no, on, don't clip to, this <laughs> to our fa- our fantasy draft. My girlfriend will find it and I'll be in danger. Exactly, don't clip this. do it, clip it, do it. <laughs> I'm Palpatine right now. Do it, do it, Sorry. do it now, do it now. All right, fantasy draft check in, guys. Shovel Knight dig reviews have hit for Gage, sitting at 83 on. Open Let's critic. fucking go, baby. I'm coming Ooh. for one spot. Let's go. Coming. You, know, you know what, Gage? You know what's what? crazy? What's that? You're at 17 points now. Congratulations. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Impressive. Let's uh, fucking go. Um, we also have Grounded 1.0 reviews that have hit, which is the official like start of Grounded. It was in early access, and it is at an 84 on Open Critic, doing very well as well. I've seen a lot of people okay. say it's a very good survival game. So it is. I played. I played, uh, I played it in early it. access. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry, I go ahead. Well. No, you're yeah. you're saying the same thing. Yep. Yeah, it, it's um. Uh, for anybody who hasn't, because I know I know you're you're a console guy, Dan, uh, but it takes a lot of notes from the forest. Actually, like it's very much the mm-hmm. the game is very similar to the it's it's the forest, but like kid friendly, and like everything from like the building mechanics to how you actually have to pick up like the the logs and like carry them on your shoulder and bring them over to the spot. That's all that's all straight from the forest, and I'm not saying that in a negative way because it's that's good. Like I, it's a really good system. Uh, so the gra- grounded is awesome. Grounded is like a is like a hidden gem. Um, I stopped playing it because there wasn't a lot of content, so I'm probably gonna jump back in. Maybe if the four of us want to do a little something, something, little game night, I'd be down for that. Because survival games just kind of have an inherent sort of like just bullshittery to them, where you just evolve into madness. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Good job on them. Good job on Microsoft for letting Obsidian do this. And uh, yeah, cr- congrats to Obsidian for taking a chance. And this is exactly what we're talking about: trying yeah. something new, <laughs> trying yeah. something new. Yeah. And it fucking hit. Look at that. It probably cost them nothing too. It probably cost them pennies. This was this was like a small subset of the team. This was like what 10, 15 people. Yes. And they yeah. said way back in the day, yep. like this cost them nothing, and it hit. And if it makes a lot of money, like this is exactly what we're talking about. This is ex- literally. And they have another game coming, Pentiment, which is another tiny game that they're making. Which hell yeah, yeah. Keep letting People them do about that one too. Yeah, I'm excited for small games. I don't have time for fucking to sign a contracts and clock in hours on all these games anymore. Like, I just don't have time for it. Like, I'm excited <laughs> for these smaller games. Mm. Absolutely. So, I, yeah. I, 
Oh, sorry. I also wanted. I just wanted to add uh, to yes. I want small games. I what I wanted to add to the Star Wars story was not even related to Star Wars. It's just like play indie games because those are the things that are doing. Yep. Fun, interesting stuff like you were saying with uh, with this one. But uh, Dio Fuel Chronicle, the game that I picked up last week, was like at a seventy-eight, I think, or something. So I got like a couple of points. Now it's back to a seventy. So I ended up getting zero points for it. Oh, so that I got sucks. nothing. <laughs> I got nothing for it. So yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. Uh, sorry, bro. Okay. I'm not. I want somebody else down here with me in the dirt. God damn it. I still think Christian keeps saying that I'm gonna run away with this, but I still keep looking at Christian's list. And I'm like, I think Christian I could win. Yeah. I don't know. You guys should be looking at my list. No. <laughs> the negative no. 17 shredders revenge is just like yeah it's not i happening. can't believe i did that and I the 17 panicking. the 17 games that are not releasing on your schedule still here this is so dumb this is such a dumb idea <laughs> you know I you can this. swap some of those right how i don't even know how to work it oh like i don't gosh I we'll talk to come after. Over to my house and show me how to do it we'll talk oh, after. if i come over we're gonna do something else oh, oh hell yes yeah. all right moving well, a whole on. different kind of fantasy going on Moving on to what you got for me. I played, well, that was last week. I don't know why I still have that on here. I didn't play Modern Warfare 2 beta this week because I was dealing with some stuff. So I played Last of Us Part 1 and enjoyed the heck out of it. I'm still playing it. I'm still going through it. I'm I'm still learning new things that I love. And I told you guys in the chat as I was playing like certain moments and I'm like, like, the dog at one point is named, I think, Buck. We Buck. I already forgot his name. Buckley. Bu- I thought Buckley? it was Buck. I yes. thought it was just named Buck. No, it's Buckley. It's Buckley. Okay. You're right. And I was like, "That's insane." My dog's Buck, but yeah, I just thought that was really cool. And um, there's another cool moment that my brain is not helping me. With I, I right can now. tell you what it is. Okay. You, you got really excited for the university section when you approach, and uh, Joel is talking to Ellie about football. Yes, I thought that was really cool because he's literally just trying to explain football to Ellie. And she's like, what What do you mean? They have to like get a first down like they have to cross this line to get a first down. Like, what does this mean? Like, I, I just love, I love like, those the conversations. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I agree with Ellie. American football is bad. Yeah, no, football is bad. Yeah. get out of here. Get out of here. Anywho. Yeah, I, I've literally it's literally like I'm playing a new game because it's been so long. And I know you guys make fun of me for that, but I can't remember <laughs> I because I've never made funny. I've never made funny once for that. I want yeah. that to be on the record. I played this game one time. Absolutely yeah. loved it and never played it again. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying the second. Play I through. respect that. I've never made fun of you for that. I, I did the same thing when I watched The Revenant. I watched The Revenant and I was like, man, what a movie. I'm never watching this again. Yeah, I'm never watching this again. I don't need to. Although it's a little crazy with The Last of Us. I've played that game like six times, but <laughs> I respect it. And it's, I mean, Last of Us isn't a small game, so it's a little, it is a beefy experience. On the smaller so, side. I mean, eh. compared to it's like, like what, 15 hours? 10, 15 hours? Well, the average, I think, is 12 to 15. Compared, I think it depends on how good you are. Yeah. Like, I'm good, and, you know, you're or, you're at an advanced stage now, so it's probably <laughs> taking you a bit longer to get through it. Compared to Halo 2 that I could run through in, like, two hours max if I if I wanted to, like, speed run it, it's, yeah. It's it's taking Dan longer because he plays with the, all the lights on and he can't see the dark. <laughs> the <game. laughs> Christ. Oh, man. Roshan, help me out here. What you got for me? <laughs> 
Uh, I've just been playing Splatoon 3 still, playing the multiplayer, playing Salmon Run, which is the wave-based PvE mode that they have in the games, like like Left 4 Dead. Or uh, is that the game? Yeah, Left 4 Dead. Dead. It's like Left 4 Dead, uh, but with squid kids and fish and boss salmons that are really big, and you shoot them, and then you get their eggs, and then you put the eggs in a basket, and then you... Mm. <laughs> it's fun. It's actually really fun. So mm. I've been playing that a lot, and yeah, that's what I've been playing. How... Rising the ranks in Splatoon. How many Splatfests have you participated in? One. There was one <laughs> last weekend. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I was you didn't there. Even hesitate. I was there, and it, it was You were there. Messy, and Grandma Warner, turn off the thing again. <laughs> turn off the show. Oh, my God. I, I, I forgot to mention that, though. Uh, there was a Splatfest last weekend, and, and my team won. So it was what was it for? Gear. It was for what would you bring to a deserted island, and it was team gear. Would you bring gear? Would you bring grub, food? Would you bring fun or like fun stuff to do on a beach? And I chose team gear and because it's the right answer and team gear won. Nice. Wow. Congrats. This doesn't even sound like a real game. This does not sound like a real game. <laughs> Quids and eggs and trivia. It's a Nintendo game. It's a Nintendo game. Yeah. I guess I, that, you know what? That actually kind of explained it immediately. That kind of almost exactly explained everything I needed to know. Uh, Glenn's in the chat. American football or hand egg? It's American football, Glenn. Come on. Uh, hand egg. Christian, <laughs> what you got for me? Because I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I got you. I, I did play more of the Modern Warfare 2 beta. Uh, actually, a lot of it. I checked my time yeah. before the beta ended, and I, I clocked 23 hours over t- uh, both weekends. And I, I, I really enjoyed that beta, man. Playing with Gage for a little bit was fun. Playing with Dan was yeah. fun. And then just, just running sweat lobbies every night, playing Prisoner Rescue, just... That game feels really fantastic to play. Uh, there's obviously small changes that probably need to occur before launch. Um, I mean, they most definitely need to occur before launch. And I won't talk about them now, but like, I, I think they set up for a solid game, and I'm really excited to see what full launch is going to look like, especially with like Warzone 2 that we talked about. Although I'm a little bit more down on that now, but DMZ specifically, I'm really excited about. And the campaign, which I'm really hoping is, is, is awesome. So, Yeah, uh, I mean, go ahead, sorry. That was the end of my thoughts. Modern Warfare 2. I'm excited. Uh, we talk a lot of shit about Call of Duty. I specifically criticize them a lot. Modern Warfare 2 is very technically impressive. That's all I'll say. Like it is, it is objectively impressive what they've managed to do with the yeah. with the game. Ground Ground War is is insane, dude. Like yeah. that game does like that moment. It does feel like Battlefield, especially with like the yeah. helicopters and stuff. They made they made they made a cool game. They made a cool game. Yep. Uh, I also have been playing. <laughs> I spent $50 on a new game. New game, it came out like a couple years ago and it finally launched on PS5, the 1.0 release. And I kind of regret it, but I'm still vibing with it and I'm still playing it every night. Uh, and that is Session Skate Sim. Mm-hmm. I have been craving a, a, a skate sim game that's obviously mm-hmm. not skate because I can't play those on modern consoles. I have to emulate them on PC and I'm too lazy to do that. So I Wait. bought Session. Xbox. You play on Xbox natively. Oh man, I don't have an Xbox, sadly. I need the discs, I think, though. Right? Nope. I play Skate 3 all the time. I boot it up and play it. Fuck! <laughs> 60 frames per second not with the FPS boost. That sounds incredible. Anyway, yep. uh, I've been playing Session, and uh, it's not as good as Skate. Nowhere near as good. Uh, like, it is, like, extremely janky. The right. mission structures is terrible. Um, there's, like, it's an indie game. And there's, like, a, it needs a lot of polish. Right. But my god. Because, like, Session is, like, use both sticks. Like, each one is a separate foot. 
Oh, God. That learning, that learning curve has been awesome. Like, just doing very tiny lines, like, of, like, ollieing up uh, a curb, going uh, up, like, a little, like, hill, and, uh, like, shoveting off that, gaining speed, and ollieing up a, like, force there, and then, like, going down a grind. The grinding, which is so hard, but, like, has been so satisfying to learn. Like, that is where I'm finding the fun, is it's, like, they nailed, for the most part, like the feel and physics of skating where it's like just the most mundane stuff. Like it makes it feel like skate is even more of an arcade game. And even, and that was like a, a sim game when that came out. So it's been, it's been fun. So session. Okay. Game. That sounds like way too much sim for me. It's a hard pass. Well, if that sounds like too much sim for you, Gage, then what you got for me? What do I got for you? I've, I don't know why I bought it. I bought Far Cry 6. I couldn't tell you why. Uh, I think it was on sale on Epic Game Store. And I was like, whatever. Fucking whatever. And uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's more Far Cry. It's the, but it, what is interesting about it, and I wrote this in there. You guys fucking deleted it. I, I put it in there for myself to remind myself. Wait, what? But Far Cry 6 is the only game in the history of video games to make me uh, get motion sickness. Do you want to know why that is? Why? Because it's Ubisoft, and they don't optimize their games. So there's an FOV slider in the game, which is lovely. Um, you know, Dan criticizes me and makes fun of me for it. I'm a madman. I like to crank my FOV to like 110, 120 sometimes. So be it. Hell so yeah. I, I crank my FOV to 110. That's usually my default. And the FOV will jump back to 70 when you ride a horse, swim in the water, get in the car. <laughs> Uh, which is a Far Cry game. You do those things very often. Um, climbing ladders. So constantly, especially if you're doing outposts and you're getting in and out of cars or jumping on horses, your FOV is shifting in and out and in and out and in and out. Wow. And it made me sick. And I was like, I, I'm still playing the game, but I have to play it in a way, like, I have to th actively think about that. Like, okay, I'm going to get on the horse and ride all the way there, and then I'll just leave it, and I'll just do the rest on foot. It's super lame, especially because this game has been out for, what, a year now? Yeah, the Game of the Year edition's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah, fucking Game of the Year, my ass. Anyways, uh, yeah, it, it's the only game in the world that's made, that's made me sick. I, I, I can play fucking Dying Light with camera shake on all the way, no problem. But, like, this shit, which is just poor optimization, makes me want to vomit, literally. So... There's that, which is super unfortunate. Uh, but the game's fine. It's you know, it's more Far Cry. Um, some of the some of the systems are interesting, like the new inventory system. I kind of like. Um, I don't. They kind of moved away from the RPG stuff a little bit, but it still kind of is in its own way. Like they've just kind of masked it, which is unfortunate because again, like we say, uh, you know, make try new ideas. Ubisoft is also really bad for that. Um, they which they they are and they aren't in the way that like. They have all these different franchises that you think they're different games, but really they're all the same. Um, and then uh, what else have I jumped into? Oh, I am replaying uh, what is my favorite racing game of all time, uh, Midnight Club Los Angeles. And the game... Oh, so good. <laughs> dude, this game, if nothing else, is just like... It shows you how Rockstar, specifically, uh, specifically Rockstar San Diego, is just like one of those Naughty Dog type studios where it's like, this game, I'm playing it, and I promise you, if you've not played Midnight Club LA, uh, it mm. probably has it probably has equal, if not better, customization than the most recent Need for Speed game. It hand the car the cars handle 
pretty similar to the most recent Need for Speed game. And the game came out in 2008. This just goes to show you how talented Rockstar is. Now, it's unfortunate because they've only done, like, uh, Red Dead and, and, and GTA since then, which, I mean, unfortunate. Like, it's, like, those are amazing games. But, like, if they were to switch and do genre games, they also do those really well. Which is just crazy to think about because we don't think about like they haven't done Bully in a long time. They haven't done Midnight Club since, like I said, LA is the most recent one that came out in 2008. This game is fucking amazing. The vinyl editor is like intuitive and like laid out better than modern racing games like Forza and Need for Speed. Like I said, the customization, every car has got like five or six different bumpers to choose from no matter what car you pick. Like it's just, it's just a better racing game than most racing games nowadays. And it's just, it's crazy to me that the game came out in 2008. So, Highly recommend if you're looking for uh, a new racing game to play, since we're kind of in like this dead spot. I mean, Forza Horizon is still around, but it's not really, it's not very arcadey. It's kind of simmy. And I mean, Need for Speed is, is Horizon. Uh, Horizon? It's, yes, it's arcade, but That's it's arcade, arcade sim. Right? Yeah. It's arcade sim, I would say. Like, you, like when you're drifting in, in, like, I don't know. It's hard to, if you haven't played Need for Speed lately, it's hard to explain, but they're definitely different games. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know. I would say I would, say, I, would desc- yeah. I would describe Horizon as arcade sim. I would I would feel comfortable with that because you can I don't know. Anyways, sure. Shout out the the Midnight Club that game that Midnight I played Club was Midnight fucking Club amazing. Three dub edition. Yeah, big dub, big dub, big dub. Look out for the Netflix tie-in series Midnight Club coming. Wait, no, just that's not happening. I'm, also, I'm, I'm playing it. I'm playing it on uh, Xbox, where it is uh, backwards compatible. So I highly recommend if you have an Xbox to pick it up there. In all seriousness, we are all going to watch that Midnight Club series right on Netflix. Uh, is this a is this a real thing? That's act- making a joke. Yeah, no, that's the next show from the dude who did Midnight Mass. He's doing Midnight Club. Yeah. No, that is what this show's called. He's being funny. Yeah, He's being I was, absolutely I was hilarious. Being facetious. Yeah, because <laughs> it's called the Midnight Club, but it's not a uh, racing is, show. I guess this nobody. Why we bully you, Dan. This is why we bully you. This is why we bully you. To be fair, Kurek uh, says in the chat, "Just got home from work." Hello, boys. What's up, Kurek? Kurek. Kurek. We made it just in time, an hour and a half into yes. the show. We're about to do the topic of the show, and that is not a dig at us. I think this is great that we're able to jive and vibe for yes. this long. Awesome. Hell yeah. made it just in time. Kirk, yes. if you're listening right now, at home, if if you can do so, let it moan for me. Oh, you ready? We'll do it right together, now. even. Uh, it. Ready? Three, two, one. That was hot. I heard it from here. That was hot. That was a good one. Yeah. Nice one, Kirk. Kirk, your moaning skills are like top notch, dude. We are anyway moving. He typed it. There we go. He did it. He did it. Through text in the chat. Oh, yeah. fantastic! Even better. Yeah, it's sexting. Did you just did you what? Did you just type uh or something? He did. He mm. gave us the. Mm. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! The topic of the show, guys. We have our 2022 video game predictions that we are revisiting, and I believe Christian has the original predictions yeah. and results here. Allegedly. I don't have the results. So oh, we're, we're gonna do this. We're gonna live. run through them live. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have the yeah. Months and months ago, we did our 2022 summer predictions with for like the summer game fest, state of play, uh, oh, Nintendo God. showcase, all that goodness. <laughs> um, and so we did three predictions for each showcase. But I think what we cons- we decided off air was that if it showed up somewhere anywhere in summer, 
we're going to go ahead and give you that full point anyway. Right. Just for, I, I think that like, is, is probably the most fun. As, we, as uh, we talked about with E3, it's 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 a bit of a mess, the Summer Games Fest yes. thing being spread out yes. everywhere. So yeah, yeah, being a little more lenient towards ourselves. But but for the sake of like just, I don't know, format, I am going to go over the way we did them live on the show. But again, if it happens somewhere else, you're still going to get those points. Right. No worries. Right. So we're going to do the first, it, it's going to be in order from Dan, then Ro, then me, and then Gage, and we'll do three at a time. So starting off with Dan, we started with state of play predictions, and Dan started saying that Team Asobi would be uh, launching a VR game coming at launch for PSVR 2. That did not, in fact, get announced, so that is zero points for Dan so far. But what if, see, this is the problem, though. What if Sony does a state of, does, a, does their uh, conference thing, like, next month we they still it. haven't okay. done their that's big not, one that's not summer that is not yeah. summer predictions oh that's fair okay this is summer predictions right sorry i'm yeah. confused about <laughs> all of this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i should have said summer i apologize you did say summer no. i'm the one who oh. just mis- i'm the one who misunderstood it dan oh no i know you're used to being wrong but you're right it's okay <laughs> so zero points for dan so far however he did say that final fantasy 7 remake 2 gets a trailer and is slated for 2023 and that did in fact happen at a sony state of play it is not called remake 2 but it's called rebirth still that is one whopping point for daniel so far well done last but certainly not least dan said that sony would acquire from software (laughs) and no that did not Not yet not yet yeah not yet yet. yet. what do they do there's they did Wait, shouldn't that give me like point one one one? However Show much their stake is. <laughs> anyway, Ro. Yes, sir. You started saying that we we're going to get a sequel to Helldivers. As far as I know, that did not happen anywhere this no, summer. Where is not that? Yet. Game? Where is that? It's in the Nvidia leaks. It's in the Nvidia leaks, so it's coming. Better. <laughs> You also said that t- both Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Oxenfree 2 are getting release dates. This oh. gets a little tricky, because that did happen. Ninja Turtles came out. Oxenfree 2 also got a release date. Got delayed, but it got the release date. Full points? Yeah, full points. What's confusing about that? Sure. Okay, I was just, okay, just making sure. <laughs> you know, you're so trying to point. nickel and dime you. This is why, why Rashan and I are The Last of Us fans, and you're not. Also, what was the last day of summer? I think that was before they announced the delay. That's, That's true. true. That's true. That's a good mm-hmm. point. That was last week. And speaking That's of The Last of Us, Rose's final prediction is that The Last of Us remake, it's a teaser. Yeah, that happened. And then it came out a few, <laughs> few weeks, <laughs> three months later. Yeah, so two big-ass points for Roshan. Yeah. Yeah. Big points, big points. Uh, for me, I said that God of War would not get a state of play, but that it gets its own state of play in July. Uh, it did not get a state of play. That's half a point. Uh, and it did not get its own state of play, so zero points there. That is Wait, 0.5 what? points. What was your prediction, sorry. sorry? Sorry, sorry. God of War would not be at state of play. Oh my god, it was! Wait, I was going to say, yeah. It's zero <laughs> points. Yeah, zero points for that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, trying to, pu- try to pull the wool no, no, over thank eyes. Thank you. Try to be thank a you. sneaky little guy. I appreciate this. I appreciate this. Okay, second... <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Second one, Final Fantasy 16 gets a trailer and a release window for February 2023. It did get a trailer, but the release window is not February. It is, I think, summer of 2023. So that is a half a point for me there. 
Right. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I don't want anyone getting mad. <laughs> and uh, nope. this is the one I'm, I'm most excited about because I, I was like saying this for, for weeks before it actually happened. Stray gets a release date at State of Play and is also coming to PS Plus Premium and, and that did in fact happen. So that is 1.5 points for me. Nice. Tight race so far. Tight All right, I see the champ. Let's see the champ come in. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok gets a teaser. Yeah, Game Informer. Yeah. They did a they did a coverage, didn't they? Yeah, okay. they did. Okay. Yeah, that was the first you heard of it this summer. It's true. One point. PSVR two price. Wait, that was the prediction. Date. Yeah, Gage. Ga- <laughs> oh, Dan, Dan, get ready because Gage's predictions are all like this. What the fuck? <laughs> They're all like this. Oh, I PS- okay. don't hate the player, man. Hate bro, the player, bro, tell me. No, it's okay. Go on. <laughs> PSVR 2 price and release date, we have gotten neither of those. No, unfortunately. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 gets a teaser. Y- yes. Wow. <laughs> Truly. So that is two- <laughs> Gage getting two points off the bat for zero to, creativity. To, to be fair, we, we, we expanded the criteria. This was supposed true. to That's be true. a state of play. Yes, 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 yes. So he, didn't be a, he was a little bit more specific than... It worked out for Gage. Yeah. If Ro wasn't here, I wouldn't be here. Let me just say that. Let me say that plainly and clearly. Can I just, Shan is the only reason I'm here. Can I just pre-order a prediction next year? Halo will be there in some capacity. <laughs> Boom. All right, write that down. Because write that Boom. down. Because I bet you it won't be. Write that down. Oh, it definitely will be. Yeah. No. Make a bet right now. Make a bet. Halo's dead. Halo's a dead make game. A, make a kissing bet. Loser has to kiss the winner. Hell yeah. That's, That's my favorite kind of bet. The- that's a loss for no one dan it's 2022 come on tied for first so far roshan and gage in third place is me with 1.5 points and in last is dan with one point this is great i love this game (laughs) (laughs) moving on moving on to what was our summer game fest predictions dan you're starting off Uh, you said we would get a trailer for the callisto protocol it get a re- it would get a reveal trailer and it releases Halloween. Damn it! Uh, we did get we did get that reveal trailer, but it's not releasing Halloween. So that is point five points. Why do I have to be specific? <laughs> that's what that's what I'm that's, saying. That's the fun. That's the fun. <laughs> uh, you then said multiverses gets an open beta, and it did in mm. fact get an open beta. We're looking at one point five points so far. And then you said, oh man, I wish. Bloodborne PS5 port slash remaster with PC version coming this year. Month apart? Question mark? No. <laughs> nope. No, sadly no. It's 1.5 points in that section. You are now at 2.5 points total. Moving on to Roe. Roe said that Bioshock 4 would get revealed and would get a 2022 release, possibly in Ooh. November. Ambitious, but no. no. Uh, Where is here, that here's game? one. Oh, you gave four predictions for this category. I was bad. <laughs> you overextended yourself. You did that. You did that with another game. I can't remember. We huh. did. Oh, uh, Jeopardy. Oh yeah. <laughs> In the final round, when you buzzed, and you didn't know the answer. Rashad like, loves to pretty good. Let me just uh, yeah. risk everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna drop your last one, but we'll still say it. But like, it, it, you got no points for it. Okay. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the second one you gave is Atlas's project Re Fantasy gets its reveal. No. God damn it, Adler. 
I'll throw in your extra one right here right now as well. Is that we get Wonder Woman gameplay, and no, we still have not seen that game since we that saw was the first a, time. that was a fucking pie in the sky. Yeah. God, I want that. Speaking still. of pie, speaking of pie in the sky, Ro said that a Hollow Knight Silk song would be at Summer Game Fest. No, and it was, and it yeah. was. That's one point, bringing oh, you yeah. to grand total <laughs> of three points. You have taken the lead. Is that game coming this year, Christian? You keep saying it is. It's I. It's I no longer have faith. <laughs> and I also can't remove it from my uh, fantasy draft. But if it hits, Ooh. I'm super lucky. That's perfect. Did that. Moving on to me, I said that Hellblade Two will get a new trailer and is releasing this year, November. Nah, uh, as much as I wanted. Nah. <laughs> Uh, big dubs for me in the second one. Resident Evil Village gets its DLC as well as a Resident Evil 4 remake teaser. Oh, got both of them. You got that exactly to the T. Does uh, that count as two points? I don't think so. It's one prediction. No. So it's, okay. I'd say it's one point. Okay. Uh, and then my last one I thought was a shooting as well is that we'd get an, a teaser trailer for Elden Ring DLC and we did not. So that is one point for me in this category, bringing me to a grand total of 2.5. Tied with Daniel. I'm not last. The manual. <laughs> uh, Gage. Callisto Protocol reveal trailer and gameplay. Both of those we got. That is one <laughs> whole point. I know, I'm just I know. too good. I'm too good. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep talking for your next two predictions here. Sons of the Forest gets gameplay and release date. No, oh, got the ah. <laughs> Dan tried to tell you that one. And you don't know what uh, you're talking about, all right? <laughs> Here's an interesting one. The Expanse gameplay trailer and release date. Actually, that's not interesting. Never mind. Because we didn't that get the trailer. Yeah, yeah, we did. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got it. I don't game. think it was actual gameplay, though, was it? Yeah, it was. Yes, we did, yeah. We well, did. I guess it depends on what you consider gameplay. It's a Telltale game. It, that, is that is gameplay. That's gameplay. It's in engine. It's in engine, but I don't remember if there was any like gameplay mechanics, like walking around. I think there that. was. I think there was. You, yeah, there was. Okay, I couldn't remember because there was a there okay. was a there was a teaser of it at one event, and then there was an actual like minute and a half minute yes. long trailer at another thing. I think I personally I would not call this a gameplay trailer. However, Gage. However, I am on the Telltale Games YouTube channel, and they titled it "The Expanse: A Telltale Series." first gameplay trailer absolutely luckily, luckily for you i guess you're gonna get it release i, it, though? I don't it. think it got i don't think it got that no i get a 0.5 for that so i'll admit 5. when i'm wrong it's very rare but i'll admit when i'm wrong oh jeez that is 0.5 1.5 points for you in this category what the heck Kurik? dan is in last place and all is good with the world come on Kurik. let's go Kurik, dude yeah. fuck yeah. i love Kurik, man He's the only reason I do this podcast. He's the only reason I'm here is because I care. <laughs> Tied and last are me and Dan with 2.5 points. Hell in yeah. second place is Roe with three. And in first place is Gage with 3.5. I couldn't do without you, Kirik. Let's move on to our Xbox slash Bethesda category. What we gave. Dan said that Fable Collection and Gears Collection will, will be announced and is releasing this fall. Get hype, everyone. For nothing, because it didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's uh, still a possibility, Dan? Like, in the future, is that, like... I think so, because they were rumored, uh, at least one of them, because they were both rumored pretty heavily, so... 
Maybe. Inshallah soon. Dan also said we'd get a new Wolfenstein game, and it is a sequel to New Colossus. Uh, no, it did not happen. <laughs> Lastly, despite all rumors, Certain Affinity ha- uh, Halo Project closes the show, and it's a Damn battle it. royale. Now we have still zero details on that, so that is zero points for Dan. Rip. I said, no, this is Ro, I'm sorry. Ro, contraband <laughs> gameplay trailer. Oh, I wish. No. Nope. I wish. Hmm, hold on. I have, to, I have to check something for the, I have to check something here for this next one. The more I think about the contraband stuff, like the leaks coming out of it, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it because it sounds like it's like Ooh. more of a car combat game. Is what oh, I'm, is that true? That's the vibes I'm getting. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Like, it sounds like they're taking what they did with Mad Max, their game there, and like making it even more car based than that was. I was thinking like GTA Online Heist, except it's, you know, the whole thing's built around that. Yeah. You can kind of choose how you want to do things. If it's vehicle focused, that's going to be really disappointing. I really hope they don't do that. Yeah. Hey, remember, Dem- what was that PS5 game with the cars that launched? Yeah, Destruction oh, All-Stars. Destruction yeah. All-Stars, yeah. yeah. That didn't go very well. I lied to myself. I was like, this game is fun. And I realized I, I, <laughs> I, I played it like twice. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. This next one is interesting. Rose said that Yakuza Like a Dragon sequel is revealed. Mm. Didn't they reveal 10 of them? Oh, I'm sorry. They revealed a lot of them. One, yeah. one was a remake. The other one is a game that takes place in between 6 and 7 or 5 and 6, one of those. I just remembered, yeah. Like a they Dragon re- also got, yeah, Yakuza 8. Or Like a Dragon 8. That is revealed. Yeah, that is a point. They literally changed the name yeah. of the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Do you like a dragon? Yeah. Wow, I mean, that makes sense. Bro. <laughs> it is kind of is. That makes so much sense when you think about it. Cause it's like you really did name your video game series after a real crime family that like is still active and commits crimes on a you know regular yeah. basis. Oh, really? I didn't even realize that. Well, the, no, 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 no. That's not true because the, the name Yakuza. Trans- no, it's it's the name in Japanese means like a dragon. But then when they released it in the West, they changed the name to Yakuza. So it, in the West it is, but not, not, in, not in Japan. Okay, so the point still stands, though, because that's what you're branding it in the West. I guess. It's okay. Bl- blame Bandai Namco. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So wait, that means the, the, the game was titled Like a Dragon, colon, Like a Dragon? No, it would just Like a Dragon. No, no, no. But originally when it was called Yakuza Like a Dragon... Yeah, no, like, no, no. What was that's, that game? That's, that's its name in the West. No, the game in the East, it's just like a dragon. No, no, no. But in the West, it was called Yakuza, like a dragon, and you just said Yakuza translates to like a dragon. No, Yakuza does not translate <laughs> to like a dragon. Oh, it RGG, RGG. I forget what like the full thing is. So they were back to it being a crime family, and they probably shouldn't have called it Yakuza, no. which was my original point. Ryuga Gotaku. <laughs> translate is the developer and is also the name of the series and that translates to like oh. a dragon which is the name of the game okay so then gage's first point still stands though. yeah my first point still stands correct god let's move on let's move on <laughs> it's all right kira can you just let him know in the chat thank you <laughs> bro also said one versus 100 returns uh did not return rumored for freaking rumored. ever now where is it 
That is one point in this section for Row, giving you a grand total of four points. Moving on to me, I said that we would get a uh, new trailer for Indiana Jones game. It would be a cinematic trailer. No, I thought that it was a shoe-in. Uh, I then said that the Coalition uh, would reveal its next game, and it is not Gear 6. did not happen either. I then said that Hideo Kojima, Kojima is here, closes the show with Overdose and his third party. He was here at another somewhere else, didn't do Overdose, and it doesn't matter what third party thing. I would just give you a point. point three. Just give you a point whatever so you can go ahead of me, Christian. That's fine. Just take the point five. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you say it. Oh, say less. <laughs> I video that kid. Anyway. And lastly, Gage in this section. State of Decay 3 gameplay, no release date. Uh, I don't think that happened. No, it didn't. It didn't. And I tried to tell Gage on that one, and he did I don't want to hear it. I don't want to listen to your negativity, Dan. I try to look to the bright side. Hmm. Forza Horizon 5 DLC trailer releasing yep. this holiday. You mm. fucked yourself there. I did. I only get a half point. Yeah. Half point. Half point. Lastly, Game Pass family plan details and launching this holiday. Uh, none of that is like confirmed on official like showcases. It just happened off thing and in a different country. Well, okay, but it, it happened officially in another country. Yes, was not at any show. Did my did my pred- Oh, you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right, all right. I'll concede. <laughs> That's really cool though. That's happening though. A really okay. good, so good po price, too. Point 0.5 points for you in this section, giving you four points total. Let's look at the scores now. Uh, Dan is in last with 2.5 points. Uh, I am in third with three points. Row engage. Hide for first with four points. Hell yeah, dream team, baby. <laughs> they, yeah. they, you guys started with the lead and just held it the entire time i think yep. that roe should take the win on this one because we both know or all three it's of us know over yet. that Dude. gauge gauge <laughs> we shoot in these easy easy we, predictions you're upset because you don't know the game industry as well as i do i i understand Whoa, dan if i minute. started a video game I said, podcast i said and then brought Ro. somebody in on it who was smarter wait. than i was i would also be upset i said wrong i said roe should win i didn't say i shouldn't be in last i'm still in last place <laughs> regardless I, no no no, no. I, but I, you're I, saying i shouldn't win because i am a prophet and know what's gonna happen and Jesus. i get it dan that's right I can't wait for oh. you to hear Gage's predictions for for the Nintendo stuff. Oh, it is Jesus. So oh, I dumb. remember those. It's I remember so those. Dumb. So what I want to do for this section is I'm going to work backwards. Uh, no, no, no. Save my last. last. Up. No, no, no. You're going to oh, be second okay, to last. Ro, oh, Ro is going to go last. So it's okay, going to be Dan, then me, then Gage, then Ro. Dan. Yo. <laughs> Metroid Prime Trilogy is announced. Release date this fall. Man, I wish, dude. God. No. Zero Can point. I... Can I really quickly just say something here? Yeah. When I made these predictions, there were no, there was no, uh, you allowed them. You allowed the predictions at the time. <laughs> we allowed, no, we stop I yeah. no, I allowed <laughs> no, them because no. I said, but no, hold on. If, go back and check the episode. I said, is that it? No, you got to give some real stuff. And you just doubled down and said the exact same things you said. And I was like, okay, that I guess we're doing this then. You 
Oh, either way, either way, you conceded. So my predictions, because I remember what they are and how little they are, you accepted them. You took the currency. You accepted the transaction. I, that's true. No, that's true. I'm gonna get. We're gonna right. abide by those rules. Okay. Don't, don't all right. Worry. I just want to throw that out there before yeah. we get there. Dan's gonna lose his fucking shit. He will. I can't wait for Dan to complain <laughs> about this for a, a month and a half. I'm not losing my shit. I'm in last Wait. place. I said the. I said nothing. Moving on. Your next prediction was that Wind Waker would get an HD port coming to Switch. Uh, dude, where the you fuck is that? For that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lastly, new 3D Donkey Kong game is coming 2023. I think, well, it could be, but it wasn't any showcase. So you close out with 2.5 points for summer showcase predictions. Last Awful. place. Daniel. Awful. Daniel. Yeah. Fourth Awful. Place. All is right with the world, right, Kirik? Anyway. <laughs> Hell yeah, Kirik. Moving on to me, I said that Hollow Knight Silk Song would be here uh, and get a release date for 2022. You're itching no for 20... that Silk Song. No, 2022, but Hollow Knight Silk Song was there. 0.5 points. Or summer, in summer, is what I'm saying. One of these showcases. Right. Breath of the Wild 2 trailer with title reveal and launch window nice. 2023. You got All that. of that happened. One point. Uh, and then lastly, new 3D Mario game, Holiday 2022. That did not happen at all. So that is 1.5 points for me in this section. Bringing me to 4.5 points total. I am now in the lead. I am very quickly. It's going to go away. Let's With move on, Gage. Yes, he's going to take over. <laughs> I'm going to read. He gave four. And I'm going to read them from bottom up. Can you read them verbatim exactly as they're... Yep. Okay, verbatim then. Then I'll go top down then. He said, Zelda, Metroid, Party Chat, Switch 2. And then I said, no, you got to give real stuff. And then he just said the same thing again. Zelda, (laughs) Metroid, Party Chat, Switch 2. Zelda Luckily, Luckily for us, only one of those happened. That is Zelda. (laughs) That That is not lucky for us. What is that? Zelda, like, what the fuck does that even mean? Hold on, hold on, bro, hold on, bro. Hold on. So Gage is now in the lead with five points. Let's see what Roshan's got. Oh no, I don't. He's getting excited. It means that Roshan's gonna win. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back work backwards. Mario Odyssey two. No, no. Another Metroid Prime four teaser. No. You really <laughs> thought. Why? You really thought. Bayonetta three release date. Yes. Yes. Thank that God. brings Row to a grand total of five points, which means in last is Dan with two point five, in third is me with four point five, and tied for first is Row and Gage. You share the win this time. Yeah. The two. Although I'm inclined to give it to Row. Yeah. No, you're I not agree. inclined. No, no I agree. you're not inclined to do the- shit. We are the co-founders of The Last of Us. What was it called? <laughs> fan base. We're, fan, we're, yes. you're, no, you're the president, and I'm the vice president of The Last of Us yeah. fan base. We share this win. Yeah. Well, you know I'm surprised it didn't say uh, Fire Emblem was announced. I, I forgot sure, my Nintendo, Nintendo prediction. But I'm glad I said Bayo. Thank God. Yeah. If you are a fan of those predictions, uh, then stay tuned for sometime at the end of December because we also gave our open critic predictions on one of the shows a couple mm. weeks ago, and I, I took notes on that. Although Gage decided to just not give any for some. For some. <laughs> Wait, what? Was I not there for that episode? 
You were there because I have you written down. You just decided just not to give any. Also, Dan didn't give one either for one of them. Oh, I for did. what? Which one? We could still add those. You could like just ask after. For what? Right. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's okay. see what I'm missing. Gage, you're missing a few. Just I think two. Of course, they have Dan, two games that haven't yeah. come out yet. I guess. Uh, they they all have not come out yet. Okay. <laughs> so I'm missing two. Dan. Yo. Give your give your open critic prediction. For Sonic Frontiers right now, um, I'm gonna say 77. Gage, 69. Nice. I love it. I love it. And that's genuine. That's not a bit. That's a genuine. Oh, I'm missing one for Row. Hmm. This could have been. Ro? I remember I was hosting that show too, and this could have just been me not adding, <laughs> and you guys just uh, going with the flow. So that's probably on me. But uh, you did not what... care about this game, Modern Warfare 2. Ah, uh, that's probably why. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it gets a 83. That's a solid bet. I'm going to say you're not far off from what we predicted, Ro. Nice. Okay, da, 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 da. Gage, I am missing... <laughs> Give me your prediction for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Oh, fuck off. Who gives a shit? Uh, it's gonna... <laughs> he probably said uh... that verbatim. Roll back the clip. <laughs> roll, roll it back. Uh... <laughs> Um, what's it? What is it? What's what's the game called again? Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Fuck's sakes. Uh, are they two separate games or are they the same game? They're two separate games. Okay, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say. But we just did one. We just did one number. So. Whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. If people eat that shit up. I'll say seventy-two. People eat the shit up. Let me give a low answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, relatively, it's still 70. Yeah, no, it's fine. And I'm missing one last one for you, Gage, and you did not give one for Callisto Protocol. Oh, so that's surprising. Uh, Callisto Protocol, I'm going to say 88. There you have it, folks. A sneak peek at some of the games that we'll be going over Open Critic Predictions. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ro. Uh, this is completely off topic, but Kirk in the chat said, I'm actually quite upset about the new Breath of the Wild is called is not called Breath of the Wild 2. I just wanted to gauge everybody else's opinions on this. Is on Tears of the Kingdom? Kingdom not the dopest subtitle ever? Am I See, crazy? I like it. We don't know we don't know we don't know plot details. Like there's like speculation about like time travel. That could very much not be Link. It could be like I am still like kind of down on like this is like not the link from Breath of the Wild, it's a different link. Right. Like we have no idea like what that could actually be. So I think Tears of the Kingdom is, is pretty dope. Has so it, I it's cool. uh, has Nintendo ever used numbers for sequels for Zelda? I don't Not for Zelda. Yeah. No, well, that's true. Yeah. Um, can I? Okay, I, I'm curious if Christian thinks this is based or not. Because you can go either way. Would Tears of a Kingdom not be a better subtitle? Like, phonetically? Tears of a Kingdom sounds cool. Yeah. Phonetically, grammar, you know what I mean? Like, Tears of a Kingdom rather than Tears of the Kingdom? No, this way I can say T-O-T-K. Okay, well then I guess that... Alright, well. Do I, uh, Kirk, how do I feel about Zelda? I don't give a shit. I don't <laughs> give a shit about Zelda. Just the title, just the title. Dumb. Unless they bring it to PC, in which case I'll play the shit of it. But until <laughs> they do that dumb, dumb game for dumb people. Unless it comes Kirk, to PC. Kirk says it's a good name, but it doesn't feel like it, it connected to the first one. I was just yeah, always under I, the impression it would be a new one. And that's the thing, I don't think it's it's a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. Like, usually Nintendo does, like, it'll be like, like, the last time they did this was, like, what, 
Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Like, sure, that's the same person, but like technically, it's different timelines. Like, the and Majora's Mask Link failed, so it's like you know what I mean. It's different. We don't know what's going on in Tears of the Kingdom. Sorry, just I just I just, I just had to bring that up after I saw it. Tears of the Kingdom is awesome. Come on. It is pretty cool. I actually like that it, that it did not do Breath of the Wild 2. That'd be kind of be like doing Skyrim 2, in my opinion. I don't even know the franchise, but... Very true. There we have it. There we have it. There we have it. Guys. That was a good show. What a great show. <laughs> That's true. And thank you to... <laughs> nice. I, I, I... A great show. Christian, what... what... Oh my god, we also, I just, I scrolled up, we also did 2022 video game predictions, and I stopped, I haven't, I yeah, thought that was, December, December will be fun, uh, December will be we, fun. Do we want to do predictions for Game Awards, because they do announcements there. That could be fun. Mm. That could be fun, we could also do, now we could also do predictions for awards as well. I should probably change the name of this episode to Summer Predictions instead of because if we have 2022 predictions, also that's gonna get real confusing. I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. All right, my voice cracked. You did yeah, my voice cracked earlier in the episode too. <laughs> but thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube and on Twitch as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts spotify stitcher and everywhere else you get your podcast thank you ro christian and gage i am daniel and this has been podcast pxn and we are out thank you for sticking all around for this long much love and keep on gaming keep on come uh i'm so close oh oh (laughs) wow so close to the next game release